Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Oh, Ben's got the day off. I should have told Rob. <laughs> Rob can't see into the studio far enough around the corner. That's not Ben. That is Mr. John Shipman. Uh, happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Thanks for coming in. Uh, local business person, family man, and really uh, eager beaver volunteer around here. has been on community boards and received accolades and uh, been recognized and thanked a million times for a hundred things and uh, now just a co-host, right? Yep. <laughs> that's the hat you're going to wear. My favorite part-time job. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's right. And the pay, my gosh, holy smokes. <laughs> you, you could be a trucker. Yeah, right, I should be a trucker, right? <laughs> so, well, yeah, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, John's a volunteer when he comes up here, so we're always uh, grateful for that. Uh, on the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. John and I both are driving around in relatively new vehicles from the Sunbury Motor Company. Each individual, like us, is likely to be very happy because we got to pick the vehicle we wanted. We had lots of choices. We ordered vehicles in some cases and waited for them to come in. The truck I'm in is uh, was ordered ahead of time. I'm going to be driving a different uh, truck, maybe a slightly smaller one next week. I said as soon as the Maverick truck, it's even smaller than the Ranger, comes in, I want to try that. So just to see if you can, <laughs> if it's any easier to park. I made the mistake of taking my truck uh, up to this truck up to uh, D- Geisinger Danville yesterday to try to park in the garage. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. Oh, holy smokes, yeah. Well, yeah, I had to find an end cap and sat cockeyed I thought, oh, I'm going to get a ticket here anyway. But anyway, okay. So all the way back around to the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, very versatile when it comes to the vehicle you need. If you need a smaller vehicle, but you got to get to work in the snow, guess what? The Bron- the new Bronco is out there. Uh, you can get all-wheel drive options in a lot of vehicles. There's tons of hybrids. There's vehicles on the lot now. Oh, the uh, complete dry spell is over. But they're also ordering. they got hundreds. Well, I'm going to guess it's hundreds of orders uh, taken for vehicles that are coming in. I just saw them unloading a truck there uh, yesterday. So, yeah, we know that the trucks and vehicles, well, these are all cars, SUVs coming in, and they're moving the used vehicles, too, at the Sunbury Motor Company. So do what I did, do what John did, uh, check out Sunbury Motor Company, tell them, you tell them what your vehicle is worth, and uh, 99% of the time they shake their head yes, and then you tell them what the new vehicle is worth, and guess what? they got a lot of folks, a lot of happy uh, people stepping out from the Sunbury Motor Company on a daily basis with uh, new vehicles. So please uh, start that search at sunburymotors.com. They are the sponsor of the On the Mark program. Our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. One of our listeners sent us an email. Uh, not sure where it's from, but uh, in any event, it talks about the real cost of, is this the, did you read? happen to read this yet? Is this the infrastructure bill or the 
Build Back Better. Oh, it must be the Build Back Better. It says, President Biden's not raising taxes on middle class claim is a lie. It's just as outrageous as President Obama's. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor claim. Uh, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan lies. The left of center, tax policy center, concluded that President Biden's budget would result in higher taxes for 74.1% of middle middle income households. And things get worse for the middle class the longer Biden's tax increases are on the books. By 2027, more than half of all families earning $75,000 to $100,000 would see their taxes go up by a total of more than $3 billion. By 2031, the TPC found that 95% of the middle class income group will see a tax increase due to the expiration of middle class tax cuts and corporate tax increases. So you can uh, argue that maybe taxing the wealthy is a good idea, and you can argue that you know maybe corporate taxes should be higher or something along that line. But I, d- I just don't see why you can expect to get away with saying that there's no cost. I, there is, there's, you know, this is this is gimmick, gimmickery. You know, uh, let's face it, everything has a cost. There's there is no such thing as a free lunch, and uh, so what we need to just have is politicians who are willing to tell us the truth. Uh, this is going to cost money uh, and quit this all the games. If you look at, uh, I read yesterday that there's an additional trillion dollars of cost uh, in this if they get everything they want that's not in the 1.2 trillion so now we're up to 2.2 trillion uh, because of hidden costs that that they haven't even factored in yet and the CBO is already coming out with some preliminary stuff which basically says that's the Congressional Budget Office already coming out with with information that says yes there will be a massive increases in taxes and very few people will escape obviously uh, the, the, the bottom 47% or whatever it is don't pay federal income tax. And I know people scream, well, they pay federal tax. They pay, yes, they do. They pay Social Security. Uh, but that's different than, than income tax. So... Well, and I wonder. Um, I I think if 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 you if I say to you there's no there's no cost to the general public, we are going to tax wealthy people. But who is it that's creating jobs? You know, like if we have Lawrence's Landscaping and I'm a wealthy person, it's highly successful, and you tax me. Well, then I only have you know a hundred thousand dollars in revenue and you know sort of spending money. Well, that's like a whole person. That's a whole full time person on, on my stand. Or so you have it. You have a, a choice. You raise your prices. So now, who pays for your extra? Who pays for your employee? Well, your customers do. Well, who are your customers? Probably middle class Americans. I doubt that there's enough millionaires in this whole valley uh, that you could, uh, you know, just cater to, to millionaires. So you're looking at average people. <clears throat> Who's cutting your grass, incidentally? I want to ask you. <laughs> I have no grass. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're, you're no Yeah, law. I do. I, 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 I have uh, a local guy that, that cuts grass. Okay. okay. Well, Lawrence's Landscaping is going to go out of business if we don't get some more uh, clients. All right. <laughs> so we are talking about the reality of uh, President Biden's uh, Build Back Better plan in particular, not the infrastructure plan, which has its own hidden costs, and uh, sunset set clauses that'll either have to be renewed or uh, they'll expire in the years ahead. Uh, and uh, I, I think there's probably some Democratic, uh, not regret, what are they, oh, buyer's remorse? There might be. I, 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 I did read uh, last evening that there are about a half a dozen 
uh, Democrats who are have been silent uh, when they now that they begin to see the cost of the uh, build back better um, or build back bigger, depending on what you want to call it, um, that uh, have been silent. So I think that there's building concern on the Democratic side that this may be a reach too far. Let's talk about some of the gimmicks. Originally, this was a 10-year plan. So to cut it down from $3.5 trillion, uh, where they started, what they did is they shortened those programs up from 10 years to 5 years. Now, let me ask you, do you ever remember a government program that once it was started went away? I can't think of any. See, it morphed into something else. <laughs> yeah, so what happens is uh, they know that once the thing gets started, it's, the propensity is it's going to keep going. So... To cut it from a 10-year program to a five-year program is a gimmick because five years from now, Congress isn't going to have the moral uh, uh, <laughs> whatever they need uh, to, to say, you know, this fortitude, fortitude is the word that you're looking for. That Thank you. This, this program isn't necessary. Uh, you know, we wonder why we don't have enough people going to work. Some of them are concerned about COVID, but... You look at all the government benefits, yeah, unemployment compensation ended in, in September. All the other stuff goes till the end of the year. So, you know, you, the extra $300 a month per child, the extra uh, food stamps, the, <clears throat> the, the free rent, uh, all of those things go through the end of December. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We are talking about Build Back Bigger is the uh, new name, and President Biden, of course, enjoying low approval ratings. Well, that was probably directly correlated to inflation and gas prices, uh, and which are part of the same. Uh, conversation. And uh, we'd love to hear from you on this topic and others. President Biden is 100% right when it comes to one thing, uh, s says our caller. I can't believe it's Mike saying this, but Mike, <laughs> what, what, yeah. in what way is the president spot on? Well, <clears throat> Joe Biden says inflation is transitory. And he said that back in March, and I believe it was around 4%. And then it transitioned to 5%. It's transitioning to 6% now, and it's actually probably higher than that. And I'll tell you what, if you like this inflation, you are going to love Biden's Build Back Better plan because that is a setup for higher inflation. And, you know, and, and I have to say, I, you know, we've had this discussion before when I said, you know, there's just too many things going wrong for them all to be just under normal happenstance. It's almost like some of this stuff is being caused on purpose, and I cannot see. You know, I cannot see any. Re you know, let, let me say this: they cannot be as stupid, as, as foolish, as they're acting on. You know, just by accident, they, they have to be doing it on purpose, because the reality is the law of unintended consequences generally comes true. Whenever government takes an action to solve a problem, they usually make it worse. And the, the one example that I want to point out before I let your other callers chime in here is uh, child care, okay? They want to say, hey, we're going to give you money uh, for child care, and we want the uh, people that uh, work in child care to make so much money per year, more than they're making right now. So what that does is that drives up the cost of child care. So the people that can afford it now may not be able to afford it, so they're going to have to go on some type of government program. And then the people 
that it, the price gets higher, it's going to push more people that can afford it, but they're, they're able to afford it now, but they're not really going to be able to afford it later without sacrificing other things. So that's going to hurt the economy and hurt their uh, standard of living. So I just want to say that this inflation is serious business. I've, I've lived through it in the 1970s and early 80s, and I'm afraid that uh, if we allow this uh, Build Back Better thing to go through in any way, shape, or form, it's really going to get ugly. All right, and do you? We know that the, when they say transitory, of course, you know that they really mean that it's only going to last X number of months. But it seems like everybody's really just talking about this <clears throat> continuing. Uh, how do? You, what What does inflation do? If folks forget, tell us how inflation you know leads up the prices of uh, everything. Everything just goes up out of sight. Well, let, one of the reasons we have inflation is if there's a higher demand than there are for goods, then the, the consumers drive the price up. Or if we create an artificial demand for products, then that will drive up the price, okay? Or if you, like I say, limit the supply, which seems to be happening with the energy industry right now. But it, it for me, I, I'm gonna tell you how it affects me personally. I'm not a guy to be in the stock market, okay? When, when I worked, I got some of the, the company stock that they gave you every year or whatever based on performance, so I have, I have that. But that, that's not really much. I, I'm a safety first, uh, security conscious kind of guy, which makes me a good conservative, I think. And I stay uh, with my money in my bank here. And when the inflation rate is running at five or 6%, and I'm getting 0.5% on my earnings for my uh, money in the bank, I'm 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 basically losing, but I'm not the kind of guy that's going to chase the uh, stock market and throw my money in there and drive it up. So then, when it crashes, the rich people can reach in and get the bargain on the money I lost. So right. it, it affects me. I, right. You know, the gas prices, all that stuff, like everybody else. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling in. All right. You're uh, welcome. You take care. one 800 chomping at the bit, baby. Exactly, exactly the point. You know. The, the administration could, could do things to bring this under control, and they refuse to do that. Like, well, well, what, what can okay, they do? Let's, the government is at war with energy companies. We know that. The president, the very first day he was in office, canceled the XL pipeline. He's now considering canceling pipeline number five in Michigan. It's 26 years old. It's, it's never had a problem, and it's 26 years old, and the life of pipelines is, is not very old. Okay? Uh, so what happens is the, the, uh, uh, the price of energy is sky high because there isn't enough. So now he goes and begs OPEC to increase production. Now, what difference does it make whether you're drilling for oil in the United States or if you're drilling for oil in the Middle East? Well, number one, you have to load it on a super tanker that burns 9,000 gallons of fuel an hour, takes up to 45 days to get here from there. So uh, talk about extra pollution. We could drill here, pump here into a pipeline, and, and transport it all around the country with almost zero, zero emissions. <clears throat> we, I mean, we're, we're so smart, we're stupid. 
in some of these decisions. <laughs> well, Keystone XL pipeline fuel was never intended. It's not from the U.S. and it wasn't intended for the U.S. It's from Canada into the U.S. Eventually, go to Nebraska and eventually end up in the in the refineries on the Gulf Coast. Right, but it was still scheduled to go overseas. But at that time, of course, we were an energy exporter. You're saying that with our new playing field, we could enjoy some of the fuel from Canada. Absolutely. Okay. We we went from we went from being an exporter to an importer in six months because of decisions made by people who... All decisions. Bad decisions. Well, no, but I'm saying no, no natural <clears throat> forces in the markets. No. It was all decisions. All created. It's, this is policy decisions. Okay. Policy decisions. All right. 1-800-795-9565. I guess we should just move on and talk about can we get a rational individual, Republican or Democrat, <clears throat> in, in the presidents in the White House? <laughs> but it's three years from now. It's not like uh, tomorrow or something. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SM. Seaway. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Uh-oh, this is the Penn State Stadium song <laughs> for the whiteouts. You hear this and the crowd starts stomping. All right, 1-800-795-9565. we got a caller standing by, but we'd have time for at least one more. 1-800-795-9565. Tom has waited more than long enough. Thank you for being so patient, sir. I know you don't deserve it, but uh, we had to take the break. Go, go, go right ahead. Uh, all right. Now, I've seen this on the Internet several several different places. That the oil companies last year, they shut down their uh, oil wells because people weren't driving and weren't using oil. And they never started them back up. What they want to do is they want to make up for, for what they lost last year. That's what they want to do. You are correct, uh, but they are now beginning to start some of those up. Uh, well, in the but last see, but this then this leads into it leads into the next problem, the big problem that makes everything cost so much: CEOs and stock markets. CEOs, we don't need people making that much money. That's no good, and we don't need to be paying this much money out. You know, you know that eighty percent. Eighty percent of the money in the stock market goes to a select few. The guys that are really, the guys that are really, really good at it, that really know how to play it. Eighty percent of the money goes to those people, and the twenty percent is divided up amongst the people that think they're doing real good. <laughs> well, we so are those, doing so good. So these are these are the problems <laughs> that you need to stray. If you want to get, if you want to get, and then you you got all these uh, this government. 
given given $150 billion of subsidies a year, handing out subsidies to oil companies. You know, even Walmart, Walmart and Amazon even get a subsidy. <laughs> this is where this is where the stuff is. Don't blame the little guy. You're right. Don't blame the little guy and try to take the money. Try to take the money. Oh well, we can't do this because this costs too much. Because we're helping the people that really need help. No, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta give it to the rich people. We gotta let them have it, and then we'll blame it on the on the little people because we can't afford it. It's a bunch of nonsense. I, I agree with you. You know, uh, this concept of the, the wealthy fly their private airplanes, but you and I got to buy a, a car that gets 40 or 50 miles to the gallon. Uh, you're right. I, I read recently, and I was, I was uh, uh, in the investment business for 45 years. I read recently that the top 10% of income Americans own 89% of the stock in the country. Well, yeah. So other than a few well, this is the problem. This this mm. is what needs straightened out. Not not trying to not trying to say it's the little guy trying to actually get something is is not the problem. It's it's the big guys mm. that are paying off the politicians and and this is why we have this mess. Well how those politicians retain control is they give a, a few crumbs to the little people to vote for them and we need to That's be right we need to be smart enough to say wait a minute what's in it for them uh and uh we need to take washington is way too powerful way too expensive and we need to we need to crack down somehow i think the best way to do that's convention of states and uh well, and do some I of that i agree but with you we need, I agree with you 100 percent we need to we need to get washington under control all yes, right yes we do because it's 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 not the little guy that's causing the problem that needs the pro that needs the things it's the big people up in the top that are messing things up for everybody and they get their uh, laughing all the way to the bank political elites are killing us they're killing us thank you tom thanks for calling in right appreciate it all right one 800 speedy dialers would have to get through you and i talked about a year ago about elites these individuals that are too powerful too wealthy well not necessarily too wealthy per se but uh too self-interested to be helping to influence policy we we need to understand that the elite fight uh battles that get the ordinary people all wound up but in the end they go out and have cocktails together so i mean you know it's uh with the exception of a few in congress right now that don't talk to each other but the elite uh control so much of our lives that we don't even realize and we don't even understand they control prices that this gentleman's right you know ceos get 20 30 40 50 million dollars a year no 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 ceo is i mean how about spreading a little bit of that wealth to your employees and so forth? You know, I, I, I that would be inflationary, though. Oh, well, yeah, right. But you know, the thing we have is, is you look at the elite, and uh, they're they're globalists. They don't care about the United States. They care about their their money, their income, and so forth. They're willing to send our jobs overseas. They did it in the 1990s. Um, started under H. W. Bush and and went for for actually till Donald Trump uh, became president. So we've been sending our good-paying jobs overseas. You know the the 
the factory jobs that were making $25, $35 an hour, uh, we sent them to Mexico where they pay them $15 or $13 an hour or, or 3 bucks a day in some cases. So they made money. We, we're still paying the same amount or more for the cars we buy. So if if they took them away from Americans who were making $35 an hour and they're down there now in Mexico making them for 7 or $8 an hour, but the cars still cost the same, or more. why is that? Why didn't, why didn't the price of cars go down when we cut American wages out of the, of the picture? You know, the elites control everything, and it's... Democrats, Republicans, they're, they're, they, they really control our lives. Well, okay, so let's talk about the past. Um, president Biden's not turning out to be a good president when it comes to controlling the economy or really controlling anything, as near as I can tell. And the border is, is sort of a daily crisis. It's like having a flood and nobody responds. So that's happening. But back when there were Democratic candidates, if President Trump was such easy pickings, why didn't they pick somebody that would have significantly good policies? Well, you know, when you look at the last presidential election, everybody there that the survivors were all very left-wing, okay? And Mr. Biden put himself forward as the traditional left of center sure moderate moderate democrat who was going to heal the country who was going to bring us together who was going to uh, you know overcome covid and things would be wonderful like they were but he hasn't governed that way he has governed from <clears throat> from the extreme left <clears throat> All of his cabinet appointments are extreme left. You, you have to think that Bernie Sanders is picking these people because uh, a, a left-of-center moderate Democrat wouldn't be picking these people. All right. Well, to be continued, uh, 1-800-795-9565, write that down. Uh, we brought in the feel-good guest of the weekend to talk about <laughs> the U.S. going down the tubes. <laughs> so John Shipman is with me. But uh, he's just telling it like it is. Well, and I am, too. I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a Democrat on the radio here, too. So um, we're obviously stuck. The border's a dilemma. The economy is uh, having a big dilemma. So we got to... Fix it. All right, to be continued. I told you that last question was about the past. We'll talk about the future when we come back. You are listening to On the Mark. It is on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time. It is 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On The Mark, thank you, Rob Center, for updating the uh, opening there. On The Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Go ahead and call now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us. Uh, actually, do not text us. Uh, the texter's busted. I can't seem to get it up and running here. I'm trying to debug my machine, but uh, that'll take a little while.
well. So, uh, yeah, texture's not working. But you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, or it is, after all, the WKOK Live telephone talk show. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. We talk quite a bit about the Democratic policies emanating from the White House and inflation, a little bit about the border crisis, so we can talk about that. January 6th, Insurrection Committee is meeting in Washington, D.C., and issuing all kinds of subpoenas. They want to uh, make sure that they get every detail about uh, everybody's behavior during that time. So, uh, you know, find out who's culpable and who is not. Uh, It is essentially a partisan affair, so it's not going to have the same kind of clout as if it were a bipartisan, you know, an actual investigation. But uh, we certainly will get more details. We certainly will know every nano moment of every person that was involved. So uh, that's happening down there. You can talk about uh, maybe some goings-on in Harrisburg. Uh, There is uh, pending legislation that would limit the amount of freebies that uh, our Harrisburg legislators and people in state government could receive, but that's you'll be shocked to find out that's going nowhere fast. And Okay, so those are some of the topics. Maybe there's something I haven't thought of. We do have some emails pending. I'm going to do news headlines in a moment, but uh, we got kind of a hodgepodge of emails, so I want to make sure I read them. One of our listeners says, Mark, please remind drivers if your wipers are on, your headlights should be on says Rob, one of our good listeners, so thank you for that. Another one says, anyone who thought President Biden was going to be a solution has not been paying attention for the last 50 years. All right. And then, uh, believe, yeah, this came in yesterday, and it says, it was disheartening to hear Donald Trump's name even mentioned on Veterans Day. Not one member of his family since the day they set foot in this country served one minute in our military, although Mr. Trump attended a military academy and played several sports. He claimed he was unable to serve in the military when drafted because of heel spurs. According to that, his disrespect for a gold star family and John McCain, and we realize his idea of patriotism is just hugging a flag. So thank you for that. Appreciate that. Maybe you have an opinion about all of that. 1-800-795-9565. Well, that would be one of the many things that Republicans hold their nose, but like to uh, some of other President Trump's policies. So, um, yeah, that's... uh, uh, we'd, uh, you're, we'd love your opinion on that. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, President Trump was relatively friendly to the military, as I recall, in terms of budgeting and prioritization, although he took some money from some budgeted line items in the military so he could get the wall going. But I guess it was, uh, you know, if you have a crisis going or you're trying to prevent a crisis, you gotta you got to do something to do something. Yeah, he, he was very supportive of the military. Uh, he was uh, really... Uh, loved by the, the, the all the cadets when he went to the different academies and so forth. So uh, he was a strong supporter. Uh, John McCain uh, was a hero uh, because he was a, uh, a prisoner of war for a long time. Uh, if you really know the story about John McCain, he was no saint. <laughs> well, either as a <clears throat> senator and, um, you know, I, you'd have to... Uh, uh, question how much 
some of his changed votes, certainly at the last minute, make you question whether he was necessarily a man of his word at all times. I guess that's, I'm trying to be as delicate as I can. I, you know, I, I know he had solid motivation for every decision he ever made and every ballot he ever cast, but uh, I'm not sure that he would uh, always stick to his word when he was saying things. So, anyway, okay, so, uh, but we can talk about that. This is all fair game, so give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the market over to KOK.com and text us. Uh, do not text us. Yeah, the machine's still churning. So I got the little hourglass. Uh, the hourglass is spinning faster, so I guess maybe that may mean something. I don't know. All right, we do have some very brief news headlines. In Shemokin, a train ran into an unoccupied car yesterday. Happened over the noon hour on East Independence Street. The car was parked too close to the North Shore Railroad, according to witnesses who said a locomotive hit the vehicle and pushed it a short distance. The vehicle uh, was heavily damaged, and the train was able to stop in short order, but again, unoccupied vehicle, so no injuries there. A lot of participation in Sunbury's Veterans Veterans Day ceremony yesterday. Remembering those who served our country and the 100th anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. A ceremony commemorating Veterans Day was held at Cameron Park in Sunbury Thursday. Daniel Alderson is the first sergeant retired JROTC instructor at Chickalemi High School and commander of Sunbury VFW Post 1532. Like every year, it's, it's fantastic to be a part of Veterans Day. And, you know, I'm a vet. You know, I did 22 years in the Army, so it means a lot to me. And, and it's nice to see people come out and still recognize that there is such thing as Veterans Day. 11 train whistles and a long whistle from North Shore Railroad began the ceremony. It was pretty cool. I, I had never seen that done, and so it was something. The two minutes of silence was fantastic, and uh, yeah, it worked out well. Also part of the ceremony was 92-year-old Korean War veteran Roger Martz, who recently just received the Korean War Service Medal from U.S. and state lawmakers. This Korean medal is given by the Korean government, not the United States, but the Korean government. It's an honor to receive it. Martz is also a past commander of American Legion Post 201 in Sunbury. Also participating in Thursday's ceremony were Shikalemi JROTC students, American Legion Post 201 and 44 from Sunbury and Northumberland, respectively, as well. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. From Penn Live, more than 70 Geisinger employees from various locations, including Danville, are seeking a court injunction to prevent being fired for not participating in the vaccination program at Geisinger. They cite religious beliefs for not being tested. A federal appeals court gave former President Donald Trump a victory. CBS's Rob Laguerre has that story. An appeals court has handed former President Trump his first victory in his attempt to shield archived White House records from the House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack. The three-judge panel issued an injunction today temporarily blocking the release of the documents as Mr. Trump pursues an appeal of a lower court's ruling against him. Today's ruling comes after Judge Tanya Chukton refused Trump's request to delay her own ruling releasing the documents. Rob Laguerre, CBS News. Washington. And finally from Virginia, how about this for stepping back in time? A couple of school board members overseeing Riverbend High School are suggesting that books that they think are inappropriate should be burned. The board did unanimously vote to remove some books they said contained explicit material, but they did not actually hold a book burning in Virginia. 
All right, we got open phones, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take our good callers waiting in the order in which they came on board. Dan, you are first up. Good morning. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Why, this call fits both Mike and Tom. Mike mentioned about it's. this is a deliberate attempt by the globalist Democrats to cause inflation. It's no accident. I don't believe it for a minute. And Tom mentioned the rich are getting richer. Well, guess what? The Holy Bible, the very word of the living God, predicts a day in which inflation will be so bad that a man will work a whole day just for to put bread on his table without anything else to, to get, get ahead. You'll be that broke. And also predicts in that same day the rich will live in luxury. They'll have their wines, their perfumes, all their luxuries. That's Old Testament you're talking we're about? we're coming close to that day. That's Old Testament prophecy you're talking about? Nope. Rev- the book of the Revelation. This is from the book of the Revelation, the last book in the New Testament that predicts a day that this will happen. And I believe we're very close unless, unless something's changed. The globalists one out, and you probably remember me hollering about the globalists before the election. I've said that the Biden administration would be globalist, and this is no accident. Therefore, a new world order. They're, they're for it, and so were a lot of the Republicans were for a new world order, and this is what's happening. The top echelon, they'll be rich, but the masses, the 99%, will be total impoverished, working a day just to put bread on the table for one loaf of bread or two. Now, when President Trump gets reelected in three years, is that is it going to be too late to prevent this catastrophic? Well, it, I don't know. It, I don't know if if it's the Lord's will this if the lord permits it and and this is the time it's going to happen it'll happen i i don't know what if trump went or into it or the conservatives can rescue it and i don't know if it's the lord's plan and his prophecy is going to be fulfilled that that's what'll happen all right we got gotcha. this time and and uh but we can see it coming down the road, and uh, if you're saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, you're all right. You'll go to heaven, but if you're not saved by the blood, you'll have to suffer through all the tribulation that's going to come upon earth. Because the rapture of the believers will come before the bad, the big tribulation starts so you'll be all right but if you're not you're heading for a lot of problems 
All right, we got you, Dan. Thank you so much for calling in. Always appreciate the call. You guys have a great weekend. (laughs) You too. We're all headed for death and doom and destruction and torture and despair. But have a great weekend. Not if you're saved. Right, we got got it. All right, but have a great weekend anyway. All right, thank you, sir. All right, Mark, thank you for waiting. Please go right ahead. Uh, One thing I wanted to clear up uh, yesterday, and then we'll get to the topic today. Uh, You had a guy call in and said he was very upset about the January 6th fracas. And foolhardy people that made a fool out of themselves and stole some stuff that didn't belong to them. But in 1954, a group of Puerto Ricans entered the Capitol down there and shot up the house and killed uh, four congressmen and injured a number of people. And then a number of years later, that later on, uh, the Senate building was bombed. So uh, severe damage was done there. So we've had some more uh, violence than what happened on January the 6th. Now, to answer your question uh, about Trump, no, we're heading for a world war in the Middle East and in Taiwan. As soon as the Olympics is over with, China's going to move. And uh, we're in deep trouble, and we're losing our armed forces. They're retiring and being forced out. So our armed forces is not going to be as strong. So it's a dire situation, Mark. All right. Any comment? Well, John Shipman is here, too. That would be my first comment. But, yeah, you, uh, you've you told us about this and uh, warned that this is imminent. I think some folks take it seriously, and some folks uh, don't worry about it. They just kind of worry about what they're worrying about. They're right well, in front I of mean, them. you have China putting hospitals underground and military facilities underground, and even small cities, they're in- increasing their ballistic missiles, and now they have this new supersonic uh, threat from the skies or from space. Uh, that all those indicate that uh, they're going for world domination, and if it takes a war to do it, they're going to do it. And we're not we're not being prepared here like we should be. You know, even civil defense is way down in this country. Yeah. And when President Trump started the Space Force, they laughed at him. Yeah. Well, well I, I agree. I late, think that but it was better than you know they recognized the th- he at least recognized the threat. But uh, we are we're going so far in debt that we're not going to even be able to afford our armed forces to protect the. The free world—it's—it's uh, it's very, very bad, and I think that China has another virus in the background waiting. I told you about Nepal, and EIPH, 80% kill ratio. They don't have an antidote for it yet, but if they get the antidote, uh, they're going to use that as a, uh, an attack on us too, because I think the COVID was an attack. All right. So it's a, it's a dire situation, guys. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you. Interestingly, I, about this uh, hypersonic uh, weapon with for China, which has unlimited range, which is scary, and it uh, flies at in, in a low Earth orbit, not a not a like an ICBM. Uh, but the interesting thing about that is, uh, and I read this. This is a, a an assessment of military preparedness that says that all of our radar and all of our defense mechanisms point north or east and west. We never envisioned that we would have a threat from the south. Okay. So we don't have any defense uh, to speak of that's, that's aimed south so that if they really wanted to hammer us, they would just send this thing in such an orbit that it would come up from the south, and we might not, not even know it's coming. So China, if you see China flying over the South Pole, get nervous. All right. To be continued, we invite you to, conver- to converse with us about important topics. Uh, we're trying to have a good weekend here, but we've had a lot to talk about that we should worry about in the future ahead. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the future, too. 
you know, who's who's going to get us out of this mess? You know, President Biden's got three more years. I used to say, well, how much damage could he do? But, okay. <laughs> so that didn't work out too well. Yeah, right. But, uh, you know, let's suppose we bide our time for three years and somehow keep these uh, clowns in check. What's going to happen? All right. 1-800-795-9565. Join the fray. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way. And then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We got open phones. One of our listeners says, uh, Dan, all evil was conquered on Calvary. Evil days are numbered, says Dennis. So we appreciate that. Uh, Bob, go right ahead. Thanks for waiting very patiently. You're on the mark. Or, well, you might have been waiting impatiently, but you still waited. So thank you. Well, yeah, good morning. I just want to say, you know, this inflation thing started last year, far before Biden was even in office. People weren't complaining about it because they were getting so much money from unemployment. Well, but now that, uh, I'd like you to document that. That that statement is not correct, and, and I, you need to document that statement. Well, if the prices well, were going true. up. I mean, we know prices. that that's true. Gasoline. Absolutely. Listen, gasoline in December of last year was two dollars and thirty-five cents a gallon after a pandemic. Yeah, but it's on the stock market. It shouldn't even be on the stock market. It's, it's predicted to be up to $120 Ga- a barrel. Gasoline is year. not on the stock market. Gasoline is on the commodities market. Whatever, yeah. Whatever. See, it, I, and it shouldn't be. You're making statements that aren't correct, sir. Well, it's a necessity, isn't it? It is a necessity. <laughs> yeah, it is today. Oh, that's well. I think he's right, though. Inflation prices were going up before uh, the pandemic. We know that to be true. I mean, every time my lovely bride would come back from the store, she says, "Holy smokes! You know, bacon is nine dollars now." And then two weeks later, ten dollars. So I think inflation was up. Now, gas prices aren't indicative because that's a global <laughs> situation that's based on demand. So that goes up and down. That's not inflationary. But prices were already going up. We already had a worker shortage. But I think the bottom line, uh, Bob, is that you know what. What does your government do that helps you during these times of fluctuation, fluctuations or inflation or prices going up or gas prices varying? And President Biden, we can certainly show, has done nothing to help gas prices go down. And, and there are things he could do that would help gas prices go down. And as for price inflation, the government has a few tools? Uh, well, maybe? the problem we have is that the tools that the government has, uh, they've pretty well used up. Uh, Interest rates are probably the, the last remaining uh, way to, to tame inflation, and the Fed has been very reluctant to to raise interest rates, insisting that that inflation will be transitory. But, you know, we had the same situation in the 1970s, uh, in the mid-1970s, where, where uh, similar situation and prices rose and rose and rose. And 
inflation really wasn't brought under control for almost 15 years. It was the end of the end of the Reagan administration. Okay, so it took once it got going, it took a long time to, to correct, and then we enjoyed the 90s where we had moderate inflation, uh, stable prices, and great great prosperity in the United States. So, um, you know, government has to start doing something. All right, Bob. Thank you so much. But I, I think it's, it is safe to say that prices were going up prior to, but not like now. I mean, everything's the consumer price plus index we, is way up. Plus, we can't get toilet paper. <laughs> well, that's I mean, true. I had, I had several cases of it myself. I didn't have a problem with that. You can go. <laughs> okay. You can buy cases. it online. Uh, you don't have to go to your local store. But case. you know, Biden is doing things uh, to improve the lives of many Americans right now. You know. Every family that has children are getting, I don't know, like $300 or something a month to help them get back to work. So Child care credit. They're going right. to, you know, help that way. And as far as drilling oil, we have plenty of oil in America. Where Where's it going? I mean, they're drilling in Texas all the time. There's plenty of um, propane or LP gas underground. Uh, if you buy it at the right time of the year, you can get it for a lot cheaper than what it sells for when people need it. It's natural and the gas same thing, underground. Yeah, natural gas. You know, and as far as the um, the coronavirus, you know, Biden has only been telling people to get the vaccine. It's the only way to get this under control. So, I mean, if people aren't willing to get the vaccine and they keep uh, complaining about it, well, don't complain about it if you're not willing to get the vaccine. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Bob. Really appreciate the call. Okay, we lost a caller who was uh, waiting uh, impatiently, I would imagine. Uh, but call back now. Uh, we have time for another caller. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. How are we going to get out of this morass? Well, I, that's a good question, Mark. Uh, the American people are, are weary. Uh, and uh, the problem is that I can't look at either party and say, here's a man that has some answers. Or a woman. Or a woman. <laughs> Correct. Uh, you know, uh, it's so partisan. Uh, it's uh, uh, it, You're either way on one side or way on the other side. And, I'm, again, we get back to our earlier discussion. I'm not sure that the elite don't want it that way. You know, how much does John, Ke- John Kerry ca- care about the cost of a gallon of gasoline? He flies a private jet all over the world because people like him can't take public uh, airlines. He's he's so busy and important. He has to go when he has to go. He can't be waiting in line or airport security. So, you know... It's the it's the average working person that gets hammered. It's the average working person, guy who's gets up every morning, girl who gets up every morning, goes to work, does their job, comes home, and at the end of the week finds that that they that they, their money isn't worth what it was. You know, you look at countries that have had hyperinflation. Germany in the 1920s used to be paid by the day, and they would take their money at lunchtime and go buy stuff because they knew tomorrow at lunch time it was going to be more expensive and and inflation robs inflation is the cruelest tax of all okay Mm -hmm. even though we're not going to tax the poor we do tax the poor with inflation because inflation hits the lower income 
people the hardest and working people next, but it doesn't affect the elite. Inflation, they don't care. You know, if, if a car is $100,000, they don't care. I, I can't afford a $100,000 car, you know, even if I get a $7,500 rebate on the stupid thing because it's electric. So, you know. Are you, are you th- considering this? No. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take more comers on this topic. One eight hundred. We're kind of forward thinking now. What's the solution? You know, my uh, one of my favorite candidates, Tulsi Gabbard, got knocked out way too early, and a lot of folks, the smarter they were, the more they liked Andrew Yang on the Democratic side, and uh, of course. Uh, there was never a person in the Bush family I didn't like, so, including some that got, uh, I was a Jeb guy for a long time, and he never didn't really get too much traction. That was back in 2016. So uh, what's our future, folks? That's what we're doing right now. Uh, we are so glad to say that we don't have to do the cycle that's talked about in Revelation. We can probably dig our way out of this if we elect the right people and uh, get the conv- kind of real in federal government, get the elites to stand down and uh, sort of send some common sense back to uh, Washington, D.C., if that's feasible. We certainly do not seem to have a soul down there who has a lick of sense at all that I can detect. Uh, Is there somebody down there who's doing a great job? You know, it's hard to pick... if they are, they're not vocal. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're just the vocal, in the background. The vocal people are, it seems like they they become more extreme all the time. They're crazier than ever. All right. 1-800. So that's my observation. 1-800-795-9565. What's our way out? Uh, that's my unanswered question right now. Uh, is there some woman or man who's in the offing that could lend the kind of leadership we're going to need in Washington just, just to get us out of this mess? Maybe just get us back to normal. Maybe we'll never get rid of the elites and reduce the size of government, but can we have some stability? How about that? Can we do anything in Washington without borrowing another two, three, four, five, six trillion dollars? Is that feasible? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. All right, let's hit the screen here. It says uh, Bob to Bob, our good caller from Paxinus, who has uh, some more democratic viewpoints. Says, how does taking money out of my pocket to give to others help? All Americans, a government does not produce any money. They only function by taking money. And Bob himself replies to another question saying, I drive an electric car and only use gasoline very seldom. I'm proud I'm saving our planet every day, says Bob. I guess if you're using renewable electricity, you you would be part of the solution. Uh, Today you shop for electric price to compare. I found it at a low of $7.10 to go to... Go get this now. Okay, so there are some low prices. I just I just locked in. I just locked in seven point one nine for okay. nineteen months. Oh, geez, I don't know what we're paying. I'll have to check. You, you, yeah, you should be. <laughs> okay. Well, let I, me let me say something about electric. I, I vehicles. pay somebody to check for me. Let's get that out of the way. Let me say something about electric vehicles. All of the environmental damage caused by that electric vehicle is front loaded. All of the damage for all of the stuff for the batteries that have to be made and so forth. So all the pollution of an electric vehicle is almost all of it's front-loaded. So people say, oh, I'm driving an electric car. I'm saving the planet. No, you're not, because it takes six years of, of average driving 
before you undo the front-loaded damage to build that car. Yeah, but cars last 20 years, so eventually it could be part of the solution. Right? Maybe they do. Right, and eventually could be part of the solution. Could well, be. Well, let's have, let's have a precious metals conversation yes. while Stan waits. No, let's not. Let's put Stan on. Well, we're going to have to talk about, uh, is there any way to safely extract precious metals from the ground? Stan, you've been yelling at the radio so loud, I heard you all the way from Danville. Go ahead, you're on the mark. Actually, not today I haven't been, but, oh, uh, you know, if, if we just need the government to get out of everybody's way. And, you know, inflation is going to be what it is because of... Uh, policies not allowing uh, stuff to be manufactured here because of environmental reasons and government regulations and blah blah and all that stuff so that's why a lot of it's going overseas but now we have supply chain shortages because we can't get it off the boats sitting out at sea because of government regulations in california for one you know not allowing union truckers to haul the stuff away i mean non-union truckers to haul the stuff away for owner operators and and they're not you know I always always under the assumption that those you know unloading facilities on the docks were running twenty four seven. I was wrong, and I don't know how many other people thought that that was the case. But come to find out, we just found out because Biden he made an agreement with them they're going to start now running twenty four seven, but only on a you know limited basis in, in, in certain areas of that. So you know all that stuff, all that all the product, whatever it is, whether it's products that are set for retail immediately or if it's raw material set for manufacturing and stuff in this country is sitting on not all of it but a good portion of it is sitting on boats waiting to be unloaded so what, what do we do about that i say get the government out of the way but that'll never happen i understand that because without you know the government setting their regulations and, and taxing the death out of us they have no power which Quite frankly, they shouldn't have power because aren't in the grand scheme of things they're supposed to work for us, <laughs> the citizens of the United States. Correct? We're not supposed That's... to be kowtowing to the government. They're supposed to work for us, but they don't. That... They control us. They demand what we do. You know, they mandate stuff, all that. So it'll never end as long as the people that are there stay there. You know, that's the problem we have. The Constitution specifically says that the people are the power and that the government is elected to serve the people. But we have allowed that over the last 60 or 70 years. We have allowed government to take more and more power, more and more power, more and more power. Nobody says anything and so forth. So now we're in a predicament where the government controls us. You're exactly right. And we have very little control over the government except to go vote. And yet people vote out of habit. You know, if you're a Republican, the chances are that 90% of the time you're going to vote Republican. And if you're a Democrat, chances are 90% of the time you're going to vote Democrat. And people don't even think about it. People don't even look and say, okay, this is the best candidate because of these reasons. And so both parties understand that. So the parties fight over that 20% in the middle uh, of, of uh independent voters and swing voters and those are people who decide our elections well that's true and but i i haven't seen well as of late i haven't seen too many democrats i would ever vote for and there's some republicans i probably shouldn't vote for but i do do it out of habit because i don't want democrats and i'm just putting it out there <laughs> you know well, that's, that's the way i look at well, it now that's the american Mark, way you said something you, you said something there about the electric vehicles that they last for 20 years Correct? Well, Did you just say something like I, I that? I think I said modern vehicles last 20 years. If electric vehicles last uh, that long, that would be good. Uh, but 
They may. The vehicle itself may, but the batteries won't. Right, they and they have replaced. no way to reclaim them, dispose of them properly in a clean manner. Ain't that what we're looking for with EV vehicles? Everything's <laughs> supposed to be clean for the environment. They yeah. destroy the environment to build them, and then they destroy the environment to dispose of them. And maybe we're doing with them like we did with nuclear waste. We, we, we come up with the industry, we thrive with the industry, and then we figure out, oh, wait, we, you know, how are we going to get rid of all this waste afterward? Maybe we're going to have to do the same thing with batteries. Maybe they can be recycled. You know, it's, it, it's, we're still working on developing clean coal technology so you know if that suddenly some somehow pays off we'll be in a in good shape if we, if we can use if we can find a good way to get rid of nuclear waste you know of course it's, everything's temporary but uh, maybe if we can use some way to uh, not only extract the metals for the electric vehicles but then dispose of them properly and maybe even recycle them or reuse them yeah we're gonna need we're gonna need a lot of solutions for a lot of things here and mark I don't disagree with that and like I said in the past I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is mandating that everybody's going to have to be in those things when they do not have the solution to to dispose of them, to properly take care of them, and to build them without destroying the environment. Well, you we don't, don't. They don't have. They don't have a plan. They just say they do. Nobody's so, requiring no, you to use an electric vehicle. Yet, yet, yet. <laughs> That's coming. Huh? Keyword there is yet. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they make everything else so high, you know, expensive to drive, what choice are you going to have? But, you know, that, that brings into the charging stations where the government should have no business building out infrastructure for charging stations for any electrical vehicles. I don't think it will ever, be, t- I don't think it'll ever be too expensive to drive a gasoline vehicle. I just think that people will turn their nose up at you if they see you putt-putting down the street with your old polluting car. They'll make you feel well, bad. Well, we'll go... We'll go into alternative fuel sources for those vehicles, whether it be alcohol or whatever. Hi- hydrogen. That yeah, hydrogen. That's it. Joe talks about that all I the time. I don't have a problem with that. No. Okay. Yeah, me too. No, all it produced, the, the waste for a hydrogen uh, generator is water. And we always use right. well, internal combustion works. We know that. Right. So. All right. Thank you so, so much, that, Stan. That's Thanks. That's the future. Thanks for calling in, sir. Oh, All right, have oh, a good one. Bye. I right, appreciate it. All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners, also concerned about China, says, to the gentleman who called in regards to the threat of China in our future, I thoroughly feel he's in the right. Uh, these unidentified flying objects the military reports uh, to have seen as they are out over the ocean is not, in my opinion, UFOs from space. They are objects being tested by China. They're showing us their abilities which far exceed ours. Look at the missiles that have supernatural abilities they have developed. The man is right. We are in trouble. We are unprepared. Maybe that's why the federal government keeps the reports about these so-called UFOs away under wraps instead of reporting what they know. I think they have strongly... I think they have strong suspect it is China, and they don't want to alarm us. Really? says uh, the really was her words. All right, we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Bob, you get another minute. Go right ahead. Yeah, I love how the hypocrites put down electric cars <laughs> for the batteries. Well, there's so many batteries in your house that are thrown out every day. People don't even think about that. Yeah, but it doesn't you know? I was just going to ask pounds. about those. Glad you called. Hey, I was just going to ask about those. You know, every battery says, uh, don't throw these in the trash, recycle them. So where are you going to take them to recycle them? Well, there's nobody that accepts uh, plastic around here either. No. You know, you can recycle tin and aluminum and glass, but nobody takes plastic. And plastic is a 
real bad thing for our environment. And um, I, I I didn't pay seven dollars for my electric uh, supplier this morning, Mark. You you misunderstood that it was like seven cents a kilowatt hour is what it was. Oh, seven point one cents a kilowatt. Yeah, that's what that's what I was talking so about. That, I got it for thirty six months though, because I did have wind power and the company just folded because of some for problems uh, over the, uh, I don't know what it, what, well, what it came down to, but... Anyway, um, they're out of business. Probably because natural gas is cheaper, they probably went out of business because they couldn't, they lost uh, enough of us greenies who, who wish to pay slightly more for greener energy. And I do have a Ford F-150, and it costs me about $100 to fill it up when I drive it for two or three days. I, I mean, mean that's crazy. How many gas to tanks does it vehicle. have? Say what? 35 how, gallons. How many gas tanks does it have? I think it just has one. Okay. Well, you'd know it. And I don't to. even drive that far with it. Okay. And my electric car, I have to use premium gas in it, which is over $4 a gallon now. Oh, you have a hybrid. But I only, it only holds three or four gallons, and I can get 300 <laughs> miles <right>. on it. <laughs> it's like a motorcycle. All right. Thank you so, so much, I mean, Bob. you're it's saving so much money by driving an electric car. Now, in the wintertime, you can't use an electric car unless it's four-wheel drive. And they're coming out with so many new uh, electric vehicles, and you can get so much uh, tax write-offs on your taxes where you it actually pays for itself. All right, we so got to move on. People are not taking advantage of the system like the rich people do, like President Trump paying five hundred dollars a year in taxes, supposedly. And he's a billionaire. All right, we got to go. Thank you so much, Bob. Thank, Thank you, Bob. I really appreciate it. Well, and I think Bob hits the nail on the head. You know, the electric vehicle may seem less expensive, but what John is talking about here is this idea, what's the real cost? You know, for a long time, we never really looked at the real cost. What's the real cost of petroleum? What's the real cost of, uh, you know, all the plastic that we use? And, and we have to make sure that we have a comprehensive look at what's the real cost of using electric vehicles. Precious metals has become a destabilizing issue you in the on the planet uh, of course china's you know being really friendly to afghanistan we think it's ecumenical but it turns out it's because they mine precious metals in afghanistan trillions of dollars of right. reserves so yeah. so you know how smart was us to get to get out of that quagmire did we lose a foothold in a place where we should have had some resource so the real cost not only at the front end but at the back end disposal and or recycling and uh, you know everything else and of course electricity's not <laughs> Electricity has a carbon footprint. Your hybrid car has a smaller hybrid footprint. It'd be interesting to have a three-gallon three gas tank. That would be like a motorcycle, <laughs> yeah, right. although some don't even hold that much. But, uh, yeah, to be continued. All right, we'd love all callers. 1-800-795-9565. we got one person standing by, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. There's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guy's force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Got about six minutes left. Two callers standing by. Two texts awaiting. So, Lance, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey there. Why, you know, the fellow there that was talking about uh, losing his wind energy, why, uh, if he would uh, Google up uh, ambient energy, uh, their um, wind farm is in Ohio, and it's owned by Siemens, and I don't believe they're going out of business right away. Really Ambit, I think, is the name you're thinking of, right? Yeah. yeah Ambit. Okay. Yeah. Ambient is a sleep aid. Okay. Ambient is, uh, or Ambit is the company you're thinking of. And Ambit, you sign up for them and they do brokering of electricity for you? Uh, no, no. No? Okay. Well, well yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, because they, they have uh, plans for anything you want, you know. But if you want uh, uh, clean energy and wind, you know, not like that terrible pollution belching natural gas, why it's... Uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot of moisture goes into the air from natural gas, so you, <laughs> you have to try to oh, yeah. okay. look what happened today. It rained, probably because <laughs> of natural gas in the air. Right. Okay, now, we look back when uh, gas was 30, about 32 cents. I know I certainly pumped enough of it back in 1967. At that time, we bought a mid-priced American car and a very good one for $3,000. Now the same car or equivalent is about thirty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, back, back then the average income was seventy five hundred dollars. Now the average income doing the same thing is about sixty seven thousand. So are things so, cheaper now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if you think about comparatively speaking, okay. Yeah. If you figure it out, that it was like paying back then at two cents a mile now would be almost be like 18 cents a mile. See what I mean? In yep, relative yep, income. I got you. And are we paying the real price? You know, if let's suppose we were running our fuel, our car on gasoline. Uh, is there environmental degradation that comes from the uh, drilling of the oil and the refining of it and the shipping it to us and us burning it and then, uh, the, you know, the pollution afterward? Is there a real cost maybe we're not paying? Is someone else paying it? Is the planet paying? Is some people plant paying? Or, you know, is there some other cost that, you know, you and I don't have to bear? We talked about that with Bob, you know, the idea of the electric car. Well, precious metals are is a huge decent stabilizing force in the planet today before the batteries get in this car and then afterward it's we have to figure out what to dispose of or recycle co- yeah can we recycle them can we recoup some of that stuff that and reuse it uh, yeah. keep in mind that uh, uh, gasoline uh, when you pump a gallon of gasoline in Pennsylvania uh, s- about 54 cents of that is state 
tax and about 18 cents is federal tax, something like that. So you're looking at uh, over 70 cents, 71 or 72 cents a gallon is in taxes. So, it's, you know, uh, back in the... Uh, Back when I started driving, gasoline was, gasoline was 19 cents a gallon. You could get oh five boy. five gallons for a dollar. That was 59, 60? 1960. Okay. You could fill up your mower for a couple of pennies. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. You want well, the last word? Uh, yeah. All I was doing was projecting the uh, actual monetary cost. I wasn't I'm aware of everything else. But then with electric, you know, they have that uh, law of diminishing returns. <laughs> Whatever you put in, you're going to get, aren't going to get as much out. Right. All right, we got you, Lance. We got to give okay. another caller a chance. Oh, Thank yeah. You. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thank you, sir. Joe, go right ahead, please. Thanks for calling in. Oh, okay. Thanks. Good morning. Uh, started out uh, the day, I think, by uh, the subject of taxing the rich, and uh, that was a, a Biden uh, campaign um issue uh, promise whatever you want to call it but uh the the and and through the discussion it seems as though that you're you know you're saying that seems to be a solution or part of a solution but the fatal flaw in that idea and i don't think i'm saying anything that no one else has thought of but if you in that discussion say that the rich control the politicians and now you're going to say the politicians are going to tax the rich. I see a problem there that uh, that that politician in particular won't be there long, or the one that says that, although Joe Biden did get elected. Uh, it's a bit of a mystery, but uh, that that's my point, is how, how can you have that uh, a part of the solution, is taxing the rich when over the... Uh, you know, maybe a shorter history, not the whole history of the United States, but uh, that has been known that the politician or the rich do manipulate things and have avenues to get out of actually paying that, then it does fall in the middle class. Including supporting politicians who support them. Well, you know, I I agree with you. You know, uh, politicians say one thing, but they go to the, they have fundraisers, and these people come and pay twenty five or thirty thousand uh, dollars to attend the right. fundraiser. So the the rich have tremendous influence on what goes on, right. and the politicians are are beholden to them. And uh, you're, I agree with you hundred percent. All right, right, thank and you. And how would how do you get around that? <laughs> that that's uh, the mystery is how Biden, uh, if uh, he is, I would say rich. Plus, I mean, not only him, but. Pelosi and Mitch McConnell, all of them down there are rich, and they know going in or making such a campaign promise, don't intend to keep it. All right, we got to thank you so much, Joe. One of our listeners says, Convention of States, term limits. Not going to happen, though. Sad. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed the day. We'll have you back in the weeks ahead. We'll work on more solutions when you come back. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury.